0: Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 209. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Fukuoka, Itoshima, Fukuoka, and today I want to tell you that I failed my driving test here in Japan. It was my first try, and it's okay. It's okay. Uh, The major reasons that I failed were two two major reasons. One being that I did not stop before the line. And another being that I wasn't uh, looking completely before I changed lanes. And so overall, the instructor, he's known for being strict and whatnot, but he told me that, you know, you can drive. uh, You just got to, I want you to read this paper about rules in Japan and study that a little bit and come back and take the test. And, uh, you know, his feedback was very short and direct. And compared to what I've heard a lot of other people say is that, uh, you know, I feel good about it. Because uh, first, I had a lot of help from um, an acquaintance of mine, uh, shout out to Mayowa down in Chikugo. Where the test center is actually. Um, he gave me a lot of tips about how to navigate the course according to the instructor's uh, wants. <laughs> Obviously, you're supposed to be following the rules for driving in Japan, but you know, when you take a test, it's a human being in there with you and they have their own wants, needs, desires. So, the way that Mayoa Showed me the map and how to navigate the course really helped me, but I found myself way too zoomed in on the turns, and uh, you know, making sure that I check all the sides before I turn. That I forgot, and also um, there are some there are two two specific parts of the course. That are very sharp and used to simulate mountain roads and very narrow roads in Japan. And I was zoomed in all the way that I forgot about the basics uh, about stopping before the line, not on the line at a stoplight, and changing, turning, uh, changing lanes like beginning the process to change a lane and then looking rather than looking completely before I even move over the car, you know? And yeah, since those are the major things, I'm just going to go over the paper that they gave me and review the handbook about driving in Japan and go back over it. But the reason I tell you this story is because it goes to show that, um, Japan, in Japan, there is one specific way. Actually, I just got an email response from a reader as well uh, in the U.S. And they were talking about, uh, they've had a lot of experience living and working in Japan and working around Japanese culture and stuff like that. And in their experience, it seems like the Japanese way is there's one way, right? There's one way to do things properly, whereas in the West or other places around the world you might have other ways to do something, you know, other creative ways to do something, but in Japan there are proper, there's a, there's a way to do something. And if you uh, divert from that way, then you will uh, suffer the consequences. And today I suffered the consequences of failing the test because I didn't do it in the way that he, the instructor, wanted me to. And to say, I mean, he's a representative, let's say, of the Japanese driving system. And overall, I believe his, uh, the purpose of him being there is to make sure that you don't that you're driving safely, and you wouldn't kill anybody right? that's the biggest thing and obviously the t- i mean he got out of the car <laughs> like when i when I drove to the stoplight and I stopped on the line he he said, "Hold on, hold on a second, wait one second and he like he used his brake to to stop the car, and he popped out and um you know, he he used the brake to pause the car, right? And I switched to park. And he jumped out. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You are on the line. Or he said I was over. And I'm sure it was an inch or two. But in any case, he's like, this means you're in the intersection. Which means, you know, you could get hit, etc. And yes, I noticed it as I broke them, oh shit. <laughs> and you know, I drive I drive on a international driver's license now in Japan is coming to an end and that's why I'm transferring I'm converting my uh American license to a Japanese license. And the car I drive now is called a K car. And it's a special Japanese size where it's kind of boxier, shorter. And so I'm used to a small, small car. It's very good for going through narrow roads and whatnot. I mean, I found I didn't have much trouble through the turns that uh, get a lot of people usually. They call it the crank, and there was an S-curve, and I had, I had no problems with that. But I, the nose of this car that I'm driving in the test is longer and yeah, it's not an excuse. It's just, uh, I need to have a wider sense of space when I get into this new car. And I've driven, you know, regular sized cars for most of my life. So it's, it's not an excuse. Um, yeah, it's funny. Once I finished that, once I got out, I realized it just, uh, it was reinforced this uh, Japanese way, one way to do something, and um, I remember that readers' uh, readers' uh, reply to one of my emails, one of my daily emails. Thank you, Thomas, for your for your um, uh, take on Japanese culture, and I realized that you know it doesn't matter what i think or like there was another guy there too uh, there was three of us uh one dude it was his 11th 12th time and he passed and uh, there's another dude who was his sixth time and he failed and he it was my first time and he uh at the end got angry because he kind of spoke to the dude that took it 12th, on his 12th try and he's like, w- why did he pass if he made the same mistake that I did? And then the instructor had to take him aside and talk to him and stuff like that. But he's getting pissed. He's like, you know, if you want me to give up, just tell me to give up. I mean, the, first of all, it's not the way to show that you're broken. And that, like, pity party, that's not going to work. But... um I can understand the frustration because, you know, people, first of all, it's far. A lot of people don't live in this area. I had to drive two hours. And that can, you know, that can build up over time. You know, you have gas, you have train tickets or a bus ticket if you're taking public transportation. I mean, you have to pay for the test each time, which I think is part of the the scheme. Make a little bit of money. You know, I've read some other stuff as well that people at the test center want you to go to a driving school where you have to drop like two, three grand, uh and then they basically pass you uh pretty easily. But if you don't go to the school and you're just trying to convert it, they make they make it hard because they wanna make money and they also wanna make sure it's safe, is what I've read, right? And you know, I can I can see that being valid you know it's only like 30 not even 30 bucks it's like 20 25 bucks us dollars for taking a test and it can be rough for some people um but you know i think i think losing your emotional stability is not the way to do it uh one of the dude the way they set it up was that when one person was driving, the other, the next applicant would be in the back of the car uh, to see the course and you know get acquainted with it and, and learn from the other person's mistakes as well. And uh, I was in the car with the dude that took that passed on his twelfth try. And uh, before you really start, you take one practice loop. And during this practice loop, he, the instructor told the applicant to stop the car. And he's like, whoa, 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 what's happening? The driver. And the, the instructor was saying, kudasai, kudasai. And the, the driver doesn't really understand much Japanese. So uh, the instructor asked me to tr- to interpret what I was saying, what he was saying and I said he wants you to relax and he's like oh yes yes I okay and he went and you know he did it and he was fine but uh that's I think that's what gets everybody right it's just the nervousness and the there's a he in the instructor is an anxious dude there's two of them apparently but this guy is supposedly very anxious And, um, he calls you out during the test and, you know, anyway, uh, yeah, some of the, like, you can tell he's trying to take shots, uh, I mean, I don't really know him, but from my first impression, I can tell, I can feel, I feel that he gets validation from, from people reacting negatively to him, like, The first time I came to turn in documents, I came and I saw him chewing out, we say in in the U.S. chewing out is like, um, uh, uh, how can you say, not scolding, but kind of just calling out all of this person's mistakes in a way that makes them feel agitated or sad or angry. And this, woman was crying, I could see her crying from the test center, There's like this glass, these glass doors, and you can see outside on the course, and the car comes up to the curb to stop, and, you know, the next applicant gets in, but they were in there for like 10, 15 minutes, and she was crying, I mean, she was wiping tears away from her eyes, and she had a sad expression on her face, and this guy was, this guy was like... His hand expression. First of all, if you know, Japanese people don't really uh, use their full bodies when they uh, speak, and so he was very aggressive with his body language. Um, but I think, yes, uh, you can. Acknowledge one way, the one way that you know somebody wants you to do something without losing your worth as a person or uh, you know demeaning yourself in, in any way. Because even if you make mistakes and fail, that doesn't mean you're any less, you're not worth any less as a person. And I think a lot of people forget that. And I, I mean, I've done it in the past as well. But I've come a long way. And I, during this test, especially, I could tell that he's he gets people with those stabs. I mean, one of them was like, because um, the one time that I didn't, that my nose was out in the road, at the st- at one of the stops, and he's like, you wouldn't normally do, you wouldn't normally do this during driving, right? Can you even drive? <laughs> and you know that's it's so petty Uh, but I feel like some people would freak out at that time or whatever but you know he I think he towards the end of the test he um, understood that I uh, had experience in driving he said multiple times he said yeah yeah it seems like you know uh, how to drive you just got to watch your stops. And when you change lanes, don't do it in the intersection. <laughs> or no, no, don't look, don't check in the intersection is what he was saying that I did. And uh, so it was good. So what I did is instead of losing my emotional stability, I took what I could. I recorded his, his uh you know feedback and uh on the way back to Itoshima I practiced what he said so I was stopping and I noticed I was like yes I am I am not doing that <laughs> I cuz I I don't know I guess it's like uh no there's no excuse that was did you see that I felt that right now that was an excuse trying to bubble up inside of me it's a defense it was my inner inner child feeling defective and so the teen came up my teenager self came up inside me and was like trying to make up some bullshit excuse no i wasn't doing that i don't do that i don't stop at the line and uh that's not good because that's dangerous And so, uh, on the way back, I was trying to practice that, and I noticed that I was passing over the line. And I said, okay, that's something I definitely need to watch out for. And so I did my best to stop before, and I noticed that I needed, I need to be more precautious by stopping, by braking earlier, and also changing lanes, too. I think um, I'm way too lax. I mean, you can still be... That was one thing I was... During the test, I was relaxed. Uh, I think I can up the caution a bit more. And there's also something in Japanese they say, which is like showing... Just showing that you're being really cautious and diligent is diligence, equals diligence. So uh, that's why a lot of people run and shit when they're working in Japan, like, especially the post office guys uh, or if somebody like in some office if you go there to ask some type of question and they got to run to their superior to, to get the confirmation like it's just the act of showing that your request is important and that you are an important customer and uh, you don't really see that in the West and some people say that service is horrible Elsewhere, because people take their time, and i mean <laughs> I, don't, I mean I hate to speak about my uh, you know the birthplace of my my ancestors, my predecessors, my parents, uh, Jamaica, but the, it's well known that the customer service there is horrible, even Jamaicans will tell you, and i'm just talking about in a general. Sense. I mean, maybe in some really high-class uh, resorts, there's a different standard. But in general, Jamaicans have this strong sense of pride, and so you uh, can't, you know, they Jamaicans move on their own pace, on their own schedule, and. You know, like I said, it doesn't mean everyone. There's uh, good business owners that respect customers' time and what have you, but you'll hear Jamaican people complain about the customer service all the time. I mean, I was there in Christmas, during Christmas. You can go listen to my... uh, uh, Sorry, I was there during New Year's, actually. You can go listen to my New Year's... Um, podcast that i recorded with my grandpa he 's eighty nine It's half chinese got some good content there actually it 's one of my most listened to podcast episodes and uh, you know I went to go get some jamaican patties this it 's like the fast food version of the uh, fast food in Jamaica. And it's really easy to make. All you gotta really do is pop in the frozen stuff into the oven. And I went to one of these um these places and I mean, I think I was waiting like thirty minutes. Like I mean it doesn't it might not seem long for like a restaurant where you sit down and stuff. This is like a burger. Think about like a burger place if you were to be waiting 30 minutes for your fast food, uh, I mean, there was a bunch of people there that were, (laughs) this is what I'm telling you is like Jamaicans complain about the customer service in Jamaica. And so, um, you know, I think okay i really just lost my train of thought <laughs> i'm sorry it's it's past midnight um jamaica yeah customer service uh-huh japan kokoro ga keru. yes okay so you know there's a certain level of uh expectation in Japan for people to be super attendant and super uh, in tune with what you need as a consumer and so maybe I need to up that a little bit more for the next tests on Monday but really you know my international driver's license expires on the week after next and I'm not about going here f- three, four, five, six, seven times. I'm I'm getting this on my second time. Uh, you know, it's two hours away and uh I gotta do other stuff. I can't be it's a whole day I gotta set aside, so it's up to me to make sure I absorb those rules in the handbook and um practice those stops before the line as well as looking completely uh, before I change lanes or looking uh, yeah before I change lanes instead of doing it simultaneously you know and uh, I think what's important there this is mostly a note to myself as well is that I should spend a full like one two three seconds looking uh, making sure I look mirrors and turn to th- my dead spot, to uh, my blind spot, to make sure that it's clear. And then go into the process of turning, or changing lanes, I should say. Because for turning, I was doing that, but changing lanes a different story. But the main point, the one takeaway you should take from this podcast, from this long-ass podcast, is that there is one way or one image in most Japanese people's minds about how to do something. And so if you uh, don't do that, then you, uh, will be, well, no, I don't want to make it so grand. It's just, consequences will be there, especially if it has to do with work or something serious where you get a license or some type of, uh, certification where you have to take a test. Those are strict rules. There's no exceptions. And so, uh, I can understand why a lot of people have failed, Many times, I think the biggest reason is the communication. Most of the foreigners I met there did not have a strong Japanese level, and/or their emotional control wasn't a, wasn't good. So they they just uh, started freaking out with nerves during the test. Uh, and I think that's another part that I did well this test is that I created a atmosphere of safety uh i mean obviously (laughs) besides the stopping over the line and all that but in general i command like i created the air i created an atmosphere of that i got this don't worry i got you i've been driving i know how to do it etc and it it um He got that. He got that message. And so, just need to pick up these rules and follow that one Japanese way. And that's what I'm going to name this podcast, One Japanese Way. Um, Yes. So, as always, share the podcast with somebody that, you know, is thinking about coming to Japan and maybe they need to find a way to... um, maybe they want to stay long-term, what have you, uh, remind them that there is a, you know, specific expectation for how you do things here. And if you want a free book about Japanese culture uh, or to hear stories, other stories, that you don't hear in the podcast on my daily newsletter, all you got to do is go to brandonchin.net and pop in your email address at that link. There's a box at the top, in the bottom. Just pop, 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 pop. Pop in your best email address, and there you go. You've got a book in your inbox. So, uh, thank you for listening, as always. Take care of yourself. I'm going to bed. Obviously, you can tell from this from the long-ass pauses in this podcast that I'm brain-dead. And I'm going to do my best to record these earlier for you, get them out earlier, jump back on my mic, get a uh, cleaner sound for you. In any case, thank you for listening. And i love to hear any ideas or opinions about the podcast or what you want to hear about, read about, listen about, consume, I don't know. Uh, you just respond to one of the emails on my newsletter. So just go to brandengine.net and jump on the newsletter now. Take care of yourself. Good night.